the, the worst, worst coast, coast children. children. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Worst Coast Children. Uh, today, with me, I am... Uh, sorry, welcome back to another episode of the bread-making uh, show. Uh, today, I am joined here with uh, Elijah Yoon, our sous-chef. Hello. How's it going, people? And our uh, special guest chef, Matthew Carey, who specializes in garlic bread. May the bread be with you. Hello, everybody. Neat. Okay, so... Uh, Matthew Carey, do you want to introduce yourself? Just kidding, you already uh, did. Or, or do you want to go further? Uh, I mean, I, I, I could. Uh, you want to go um, further? Okay, go further, go further. Let's do it. Uh, I'm Matt Carey. I've, I've done a couple things, notori- you know, for some notoriety. Um, but, uh, ah, you know, let, let, let's just let's just move on. We'll, we'll get into the right. meat of me later. Uh, so before before we get into the meat of the show, do you have any shout-outs that you would like to uh, do? do? Yes, uh, definitely want to shout out. Uh, I am on the Midwest Scrubcast, and that's our that's our that's my podcast. And then uh, I'm also I also co-write and edit the uh, Midwest Confessions of a Midwest Scrub. Um, we post we try to alternate every other week with the podcast and the blog, but doesn't doesn't always happen with COVID. But uh, we're we're still trying to put out content. So yeah, every other week. Um. All right. So. Go check the Midwest Scrub uh, blog and the Midwest Scrubcast podcast out. Uh, they are great people and they do cool stuff. All right, so with that, we're gonna head into our meat segment. Uh, our meat segment uh, this week is gonna be uh, Matthew Carey. You're gonna go ahead and t- debrief us. Uh, how did you qualify for Coruscant with seven billion different lists from seven billion different factions? Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, an excellent question. <laughs> yeah. Um, I truly only qualified with three. I qualified with Scum, uh, Resistance, and Rebels. Uh, the first one I went with was two IGs and Nomlom. And it was, I, I really, I was flying that ahead of time, and I was really enjoying that. And that's what I was like, okay, I'm really get, getting really good with this list. That's what I'm going to take. Uh, I ended up going six and zero during Swiss. Uh, I'm I think I got top two in Swiss, maybe top one. I don't really remember on that, but uh, it was just really fun. It's uh, uh, Namlum's a fantastic blocker, and the IGs are just uh, a blast to fly uh, with advanced sensors. And then, uh, but I had to abandon that because uh, of spam techs. You know, they the IGs and Namlum are all I four or below, and those that would cause. Nantic- Certainly, a lot of problems when the Nantex yeah. have to try and kill people. Yeah, I tried practicing against it; it did not work well. So, um, I ended up switching for the second galaxies to Ray Wings. I fly the variant that's uh, Ray with ZZ and Tally, and both of them have prockets, and Ray just hits like a truck already. And I had practiced against that a lot uh, with one of our locals. He flies it all the time, and I was like, you know what? They're all I-5. They seem like they have a good chance against Nantex. That's what I'm going to fly. So for, I was able to qualify for three out of the next four with, uh, with uh, Ray Wings. I think the only one I didn't get was the pol- no, the one in London, whatever that was. Uh, so I didn't qualify for that one. But um, I did end up making it. I went five and one in all the rest of them. And then we switched to hyperspace. 
and I had to obviously drop Ray because you know she's not in there. So I was like, okay, what can I fly that I know that does well? Well, I played against uh, Thomas Schulte at uh, one point in uh, the the fifth uh, galaxies, and he was flying Han, Wedge, and Jake, and he made it pretty deep into the cut as well. And it was the one person I flew against that during that uh, that galaxies where I was like, oh wow, this is a really good list, and this dude's he's flying well against me. So I was like, okay, I can look at that. I know how to fly Han. I know how to fly an A-wing. I'll just have to figure out what to do because Wedge isn't hyperspace. So I picked something that would hit just as hard as Wedge, um, and that was uh, I picked Agent Callus in the VCX, and he he tends to do that. He he does hit really hard. You get four dice. Um, uh, he's just n- not as maneuverable. He's he's flying brick. I have to worry about uh, rocks all the time. Uh, you you also you also don't like debris because you want to be able to turn around because you don't mind stress super much because you're fine just firing a four guy die gun at anybody most of the time. But then when you get stressed, you can't flip around with that four K and keep keep that gun on target so yeah he's, he's um real Definitely quick before good. before you go on any further uh alexander callus is a 68 point vcx 100 light freighter pilot um it's got uh it's initiative four uh four attack dice zero agility ten hull four shields focus target lock reinforce um and it's the ability for him is while you defend if the attacker modified any attack dice you may reroll one uh, additional defense die and then it's got the tail gun ability which is the native ability for the vcx which you didn't actually use uh if i'm if i'm not no, mistaken I, no i didn't have anything docked so i could not yeah so uh that didn't actually matter so i'm not going to say that because uh you guys have to look it up yourself if you want to know <laughs> so destroyed all right sorry got disconnected for some reason no worries um okay so uh we left off uh Matthew, you were describing to us something about the VCX. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, uh, the big uh, oh, winning point... Oh, that's right, the maneuverability. Of it. Yeah, maneuverability. Uh, well, what it lacks in maneuverability, it gains in durability compared to Wedge, because if, you know, if I'm not blocked and I can get my uh, reinforce, I just... It's got a lot of health, it lasts a lot longer, um, and if the opponent mods dice. I have the chance to uh, to roll and evade. Doesn't always happen. Didn't happen a lot during the the whole thing. But uh, yeah, it it's a good distraction while Han goes around and uh, gets to take pot shots. And because uh, you can't really ignore a five a four die gun that can sometimes be five die. You have to actually attack it. Jake, you can pretty much ignore. But uh, right. yeah. Uh, um, and I actually got to play against you, Isaiah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do we want to talk about that game, or do you want to talk about something else? I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it. I mean, you were the one person that beat me in Swiss, so, I mean, you know, good that for is, you, man. That is true. Um, <laughs> so, I think, uh, do you want to go first about your experience against... Uh, I, I mean, it, it was pleasant all around. I enjoyed yeah. losing, so, I mean, that, that says well, something about your, your table personality. Yay. Uh, <laughs> um, so... One of the things that when I immediately saw that list across the table, and Elijah, feel free to pop in uh, if you if you feel the need to say something interesting. Um, one of the things, uh, one of the one of the main things I felt from across the table was it's kind of terrifying having that much health uh, across the board from you. 
That said, I was flying four X-Wings in Kova. Oh, sorry, three X-Wings yep. in Kova. And so that's a lot of health um, by itself. But it's kind of... I, I, I remember thinking, I've lost with 3X Kova to Han and Jake with nothing else. That said, Han was yep. loaded out, and Jake was kind of loaded out too. But I have lost to just Jake Han. And so having a VCX is not going to help me at all. And so yeah. that felt very scary going in, uh, knowing that, you know... This probably isn't going to go very well. Um, And so I was actually really surprised how fast. I knew I I had to take down the VCX uh, first because that was going to be... The Ford I gun is going to be such a nuisance uh, to me. Well, actually, more than a nuisance. It's going to be like a horrifying thing. I'm going to have to watch my X-Wings drop uh, like flies. You can two-turn or one-turn with Han Solo. Uh, You can one-turn an X-Wing because Alexander Callis in the VCX has a four die primary gun and you know you yeah. get at range one that's five damage yeah uh, it's it well, can hit and, like hard and yeah and uh i think we kind of traded the vcx for two x uh two of the x wings kind of and then it was han and jake versus you know an x wing uh, and kova and kova and uh you were able to take out jake and then it was han versus kova and Kova was just, she was being super evasive and was just... Oh, that's just right. I remember this uh, now. Uh, plinking off the damage, and you, you just happened to get half points. I think it, uh, I think you got half points on the last round, and you, you beat me. So, like, it, I mean, yeah. it was great. It, you did a fine job driving driving that ship. So, uh, good job, man. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, that was, that was, that was a good segment. Uh, now, Matthew, uh, you get to talk about, you, you have enough time five, four minutes-ish uh, to talk about something else. I'm going to use my time to talk a little bit about Nantex. Um, right. uh, we we all know that they got uh, nerfed, which is fantastic. I was happy for the emergency nerf. Uh, we've only seen that one other time before with Tripsalon. Uh, so I was glad that they did it. Uh, <laughs> they, so, but... I still think the ship is a, is a broken chassis. You know, it, it's like broken. It's either going to be too good or not good enough it, the way that they have to point it. So uh, just uh, in Coruscant, I flew against a um, Berber Cret. That's the I-5 one, I-5 Nantex. And he was moving after me. And I, I, you know, I had Ray Wings again, but I couldn't do anything about it. He could constantly just barrel roll out of arc. He would bump into somebody and then barrel roll out of arc, which... You know, that means he's got an unmodded shot, but that means that he's not taking shots. You know, it, it doesn't matter that it's an unmodded shot if he's not taking any hits back. Right. And then I've, I've watched a, a Soonfac versus new Poverdrive, you know, uh, Overdrive Thrusters Poe. And, gotcha. Uh, it was Soonfac with, with Ensnare, and he just, he kept getting thrown onto rocks all the time. It was just like, okay, this... This still seems like a problem. I, I'm, I'm not happy about it. I think they just need to address the fact that you can bump into somebody. Right. And um, then... Real quick, for those then, of you that don't know, Overdrive Thrusters is an 8-point upgrade. It's a modification. Or, sorry, it's a variable point-costed modification. Uh, Eli and I did an episode uh, pretty much about uh, Poe. Um, yeah. And it's while you perform a red boost, barrel roll, or slam action, you must use a template of one speed higher if able. Um, so that's a really powerful... Yeah. What a what a great ability, Poe. Yeah, I mean it. Like I've only flown it once, uh, and it just seems like so much fun. 
Like it, it, it looks like Poe can actually be an ace where he's kind of been lackluster so far in yeah. second edition. Yeah, for sure. I, I have yet to fly and now that I hear Poe as an ace and I get all giddy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I gotta try it now. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, that, that's my, my mini Nantex uh, tirade. Just they, they still seem like they're a problem, just not as big of a problem as they were before. Awesome. All right, uh, so I've asked my questions. Eli, do you have any questions for our guest, Matthew Carey? Eli. Oh, no. I, was I can't wondering, hear him. I was wondering if it, if it was like he was just being quiet or... No, no. Oh, oh no, hi. Hello. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't have any questions. Okay. All right, awesome. I just wanted to make sure uh, you were there, and if not, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that. All right. So with that, I think we're going to move on to our community questions segment for this week. We've got uh, three pretty good content questions, and then one uh, nonsense question from Marcel Manzano of Gold Squadron Podcast. So let's uh, start with the content, and then we'll uh, end with a nonsense. Uh, You guys ready? Yeah. What is the difference between list advantage and player skill? Uh, We're just going to go around in a kind of a circle sort of thing. Uh, So... Let's start with you, Matthew Carey. Uh, it was uh, list starting? composition. Yeah, it, it, yeah list comp- composition and player skill was the question. Uh, li- what is the difference between list advantage and player skill? Uh, um, man, uh, players player skill can make a list good, uh, or it can it can make any list perform. Uh, it, it it can take it to a certain level, but but the list sometimes has its own uh, limitations. So you can't like if you ju- if you're flying just a list that is bad, you know, e- even player skills not going to save you, not going to save you. You, know, you you can't. Not every list is good. I guess is the way to put that. It's like, but a player can make the best out of the worst situation, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be... you can take it to any tournament and win. Right. All right. Uh, Eli, what is the difference between list advantage and player skill? Um, In your opinion. The short, a- the short answer is... Um, li- list advantage is the uh, tools your list has, like all the abilities and upgrades, and player skill is the competence and um and what skill the player has uh with the game so uh and and that's just the underlying difference um yeah i'm sorry i i no worries yeah that that that's it okay uh i think the difference between list advantage and player skill is um Often, so l- much, much like you, um, Matthew, uh, the difference between so a, a list, uh, a aces list. Let, here, let's just use aces as an example, and then we'll go to beef. So aces, I feel like, is a high ceiling list, and what I mean by that is if you imagine, um, uh, nope, let's phrase this a different way. Uh, <laughs> so. The difference between list advantage and player skill, list advantage is how good is your list versus the other person's list. Like, if those two lists were to play how uh, 
the say quote unquote the average player would play against each other, who would win automatically? And we have no way to measure that as of right now, but um, I'd be curious to see if there was a way to measure it. And two, um, that's uh, the difference between uh, you know the difference between the two lists ends up being the advantage has one over the other because like one of them is a worse list than the other, you know. Not no two lists are created equal sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Like one natively will have an advantage over the other, and uh, that's if we just say here generic player plays this list, generic player plays this list. You know, you've got you you got to make sure in in order to find the difference between list advantage and player skill, you need to find the dis- list advantage. You need to find the difference between list ad- one list list advantage and another list list advantage. In order to find that, you need to isolate the variable. So. You know, two different lists, like, same person playing them, I guess, sort of thing. Or the quote-unquote average person playing uh, one list. Um, you know, th- that that's how you'll calculate if your list is better than, you know, that sort of thing. And player scale is uh, what happens after list advantage. You know, I would say if you were going to calculate them, you're going to calculate player scale after list advantage, and it like it's like a modifier to your... Um, skill i guess so it it modifies it like you know it amplifies your uh result your list exactly um all right that was a great question uh what's the next question the next question is how much can a player skill how much can player skill overcome in a bad matchup uh who wants who wants to go first i'll go first again all right cool i guess we're just going to do this in this order yeah yeah um it it can. Uh, I, I would say that list composition, I guess kind of like you just said, is like list composition is what comes up first. Um, there are some things, like with my IG-88s and Nantex, I would have to get lucky and fly my pants off at the same time. And I consider myself a really good player, but even against... I, I, I practice against even just average players, and they were kicking the pants off of my list. Um, so they're... It, the the closer in uh, like power level that lists are, the more flexible it is for a, a good uh, good player skill to be able to overcome that gap. But there there there's a certain point where it's just like even if you're flying your best, even if dice are going your way, it's gonna be a slog no matter what. All right. Uh, Eli, what is... Sorry, how much can player skill overcome in a bad matchup? Sorry, hang on. No worries. Um, I yeah, yeah. I, I heard your question. So, in a bad matchup, there, um, there, there's only so much you can do as far as lists. If, if, uh, the, if both players are equally good at the game, then person with the squad advantage will win but if you want to win tournaments you need to be a better player meaning you need to know how to fly your list and how to beat those bad matchups the more experienced and skilled player will win the matchup even will win a bad matchup even though you know even though he you know may not when even though he may have the squad disadvantage so that's my answer great 
Um, my answer to the question is basically, I kind of already answered it, and my answer to the last question is uh, player skill will modify how much uh, your advantage is over the other player. So in a bad matchup, the other player has an advantage, a list advantage over you. And so it kind of depends, you know, you, you've got a mountain to climb, right? So uh, your player skill can, uh, I mean, I, hopefully it can get you far enough, but uh, sometimes it can only get you so far uh, it can't actually propel you, like, all the way. Um, and so, you know, bad matchups can sometimes overpower player skill. Um, and that just depends on how much of a list advantage the other person has over you natively to start with. Because, uh, so, if you've got player skill, I'm assuming you have more player skill than the other player. And so, if you've got more player skill than the other player, uh, it is more likely, I think, that you win if you're... so. It's kind of the opposite question as the last question. So if I have two of the, the same lists, uh, but one player has better, more player skill than the other, uh, then that player will natively win. Uh, obviously, there's luck involved, and but we're, I'm not going to add that in just yet because that's a crazy variable that I'm not really sure how to calculate uh, in this imaginary uh, test that I'm doing. Um, so, you know, player skill you know, it will get you, it, it's a modifier, so I would actually say uh, your native list advantage is more important than player skill. I would say get a good list and then become a good player. Yeah, I think that's a good philosophy. Alright, and our last question uh, from this person before we get to our one nonsense question is what are the best ways to improve player skill versus list building? Uh, Matthew, your answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, no improve improve uh, player skill uh, is first. I know it's it's becoming a more popular thing, but don't blame your dice. Um, it, talk to the people that you've played against immediately after the game, uh, especially if it's somebody in your community that's really good at the game. Uh, speak with them and say, "Hey, what did I do wrong here? Um, can you see where I messed up? What what should I have done? What should I have not done?" Um, and then just, uh, also practice your maneuvers just in general. Like, uh, it's something that, you know, I did like within the first three months of me starting X-Wing was just, I had a mat down, I had obstacles on the, on the mat and I just, you know, dialed in maneuvers and tried not to hit stuff. And you know, that, that's, that, that will increase your player skill, uh, list building. I, uh, I'm not certain how to, uh, increase that skill except by, uh, trial and error, you know, it, it, I think it's actually easier to improve your your pilot skill than than your your list building. Um, I think it's easier to like, oh, hey, somebody's flying that. That's really good. And then try that out um, and then build your skill from there. So, yeah, I, I think that's the, the way to go about it. All right. Uh, Eli, what is the best way to improve your player skill versus list building? Um, I can't answer this because I don't know how to build lists, but... That's nonsense. Um, well, I mean... You, okay. But, I mean, I, I know you can improve your player skill just just by practice. Just just practice openings, just um, invest some time into uh, just practicing by yourself, playing with other people. And really, that's it. That's really the only way you can increase your player skill your player skill awesome 
Um, I think the best way to improve player skill versus list building, uh, again, I kind of already answered this, is like find the good list, then get the good player at it. Um, a while back ago, we did an episode on, uh, what was it, Maslow's Hierarchy? Uh, not, the, not the first time we did it, but the second time. Uh, I thought about this theory that I had that I've really come to really, like, sort of... The this the, the theory the, here I'll explain it. The theory basically is um you have to find you know once you find the good list, then you can start to get all the good reps in, and uh it's sort of like you have to um it's like it's not that there's one Maslow's hierarchy for your X-wing kind of career. It's more of that there's two, and one's your list and one's your like player readiness for the list, and so both have to be at the peak of the hierarchy in order for you to really succeed with that list. And I haven't been at the peak in a very long time. Um, I know I peaked in kind of, <laughs> I peaked uh, with kind of rebel beef in that sort of sense. Like I was ready for the list and the list was kind of ready for me. Uh, and I like I made a bunch of cuts during regional season uh, last year, I think, when we did in-person stuff. Uh, yeah. And so I feel like that's a really good example of like when I'm ready for the list and the list is ready for me. Uh, and I feel like, Matthew, you are also a really good example of, you know, uh, with your IGs, uh, you were ready for the list and the list was ready for you. And also with your other lists, not not necessarily that you practice them, but your readiness as a player to have a good list enabled you to get a really good grip on your new lists that you were just decided to pick up and fly. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, and the last question is a bit of a nonsense question. Marcel Manzano asks, why don't you shave more often? Uh, for me... I'm assuming this is some sort of inside joke. I, I, I don't know for me, uh, but right now it's because I'm wearing a mask all the time, so I... Fair. I, but I do find that I want to, to shave more because I, uh, because I have the mask on and it gets itchy all the time. Awesome. All right, everybody, that's going to be it for this episode of the Worst Coast Children. Make sure you go check out um, the Midwest Scrub uh, blog and the Midwest Scrubcast. Um, uh, Matthew Carey's on there, uh, so you don't have to hear him all on just once on this show. Or, you know, maybe we'll have you on again, but uh, you don't have, you have to have him want, hear him once on this show. You can hear him every uh, time they record an episode uh, of their podcast. I don't know. Are you guys weekly? Okay, weekly bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. Uh, every other week is what we shoot for. Gotcha. All right. Every other week, go listen to the Midwest Scrubcast. Yes, uh, please listen to them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So on the count of three, we're all going to say hi, Tom. Ready? One, two, three. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Eli, you want to unmute and say hi, Tom? <laughs> I, I did. I said hi, Tom. Well, you got to just do it again. Hi, Tom. Yay. <laughs> it's fighting you. All right. Hi, Isaiah here from the Worst Coast Children. This week's episode is sponsored by District Foundry. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash District Foundry, or you can just look District Foundry up on etsy.com for all of your X-Wing 3D printed needs. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.